Time now for this week's Anderson Healy Show. Powered by Elevation, the Sun Devil's preferred home energy technology company. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the Anderson Healy Show, the weekly Sun Devil radio network broadcast that gets you up to speed on all the latest news in Arizona State University Sun Devil sports. I'm Tim Healy, the radio play-by-play voice of Sun Devil football, men's basketball, and baseball. It is my pleasure to serve as your co-host each and every week, and it's an even greater pleasure to serve as a co-host alongside of Arizona State Vice President for University Athletics, Ray Anderson. Good day, Ray. How have you been? Good, Tim. Good day to you. Good day to uh, all of our Sun Devil Nation. And uh, it's an exciting spring with uh, sports underway and spring ball having concluded, so lots to talk about. Boy, we sure do have a lot to uh, chat about today, and we have a couple of guests that will join in the chatting, if you will. Both of them are from the Sun Devil football team as quarterback Trenton Borgay and defensive back Jordan Clark are going to join us today to share with us their uh, perspectives on new head coach Kenny Dillingham and his staff and how spring football went for the Sun Devils. Spring football having come to a conclusion this past Saturday with ASU's annual spring football game at Sun Devil Stadium. We'll visit with Trenton and Jordan a little bit later on in this show. But we begin this week with news of a team and individual championship for the fourth-ranked Sun Devil men's golf team as uh, the program won the annual Thunderbird Collegiate event at Papago Golf Club. Arizona State posting a three-round total of 28 under par to win the tournament by one shot over the University of Arizona Wildcats. It was Arizona State's first team championship at the Thunderbird since 2019, and leading the way for ASU was talented sophomore Preston Summerhays, who added his name to a distinguished list of former Arizona State golfers, guys like Phil Mickelson, Paul Casey, and current Masters champion John Rahm, all of whom have won the Thunderbird Collegiate individual title. Preston Summerhays winning it this year with a three-round total of 13 under par. He shot below 70 in all three rounds of the event last weekend at Papago. I'd say it was a devil of a weekend on the links, Ray, for Sun Devil men's golf. Indeed it was, and Preston uh, from the great golf family, the Summer Hayes, has uh, really uh, done nothing but shine since he's been on campus, Tim, and then to lead the team to the uh, championship uh, in the Thunderbird uh, was quite uh, gratifying. So a good weekend on the links for our men's golf team under Coach Thurman. The Sun Devils are certainly going to take a lot of momentum with them as they head into the Pac-12 championships next weekend Those will be played Friday through Sunday, April 28th through the 30th at Stanford University. ASU baseball is coming off a 2-1 and week, a week that included a remarkable come-from-behind win last Tuesday at Grand Canyon and a two-game series split with the Pac-12 rival Washington Huskies this past weekend in Seattle. The scheduled Sunday series finale between the Devils and the Dogs was canceled due to weather and ASU travel concerns. Coach Willie Bloomquist Sun Devils will take sole possession of first place in the Pac-12 standings into a critical three-game home series coming up this weekend at Phoenix Municipal Stadium as the red-hot Oregon State Beavers visit town. Oregon State, a perennial college baseball powerhouse and a team that's on a roll right now. They've won their last six games in a row entering a midweek contest this week in Corvallis against Seattle University. It's going to be, Ray, a fantastic series, and I think a real uh, sign of how far this Sun Devil team has come along if they're able to have a good weekend against a terrific program like Oregon State. Yes, I agree completely, uh, Tim. Had a good week last week. The big come from behind with Grand Canyon and split with uh, 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 Washington, but Oregon State, a perennial uh, power coming in here. Uh, three-game three, three game home stretch for us uh, is going to tell uh, a lot about this team. I'm really excited about it. Fans should come by up. Should, should be a great series. We're looking forward to it. We sure are. And, uh, by the way, the Sun Devils continue to climb in the national rankings this week. This week, Arizona State is ranked as high as number eight in the nation by Tucson-based Collegiate Baseball Magazine. The Sun Devils are ranked 18th in Baseball America's weekly poll, They are 19th 
in the D1 baseball poll, as well as the poll conducted by the National College Baseball Writers Association. And the USA Today coaches poll has the Sun Devils ranked 21st. Those are all indications, Ray, of the respect I think that Coach Bloomquist and his team are gaining as this season progresses. Yes, I think uh, some people are skeptical sometimes of rankings, but I happen to think the baseball rankings are amongst uh, the most uh, objective, if you will. And so to be ranked in all of those uh, polls is is indicative of the fact that uh, this team has now got the attention of folks around the nation, rightfully so. So uh, I think Willie has got this team uh, playing with a lot of uh, uh, tenacity, that's for sure. There's no giving up in them as the Grand Canyon game uh, indicated. So uh, excited for the team, excited for the national recognition going into a big weekend against Oregon State. And if that if this series turns out well for ASU, the that recognition and those poll rankings will continue to climb. There's no doubt about that. On the other side of the coin, it was a rough weekend on the home diamond for Sun Devil softball as Arizona State was swept by the Oregon Ducks this past weekend at Farrington Stadium, losing twice by scores of 5-2 to two before falling in the uh, series finale 4 nothing. as Coach Megan Bartlett's team, Ray, is now 21-16 and 16 on the season, but struggling a bit in conference play at 5-10. and 10. Yes, and uh, no one will deny that. Uh, you know, Pac-12 uh, softball is very, very rigorous, uh, and we're struggling right now, but playing competitively uh, against nationally ranked teams, uh, we just have to stay with it. Megan's going to stay uh, 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 focus as our young ladies, and we'll just have to keep our fingers crossed for better results going forward. But uh, they're playing competitive softball in a very tenacious league, uh, and we're just looking for uh, more wins, but that will come too. It's a first-year head coach here with a brand-new program. You know it takes time, and culture uh, cultivation is foremost, and she's working on that. Uh, so don't give up on this uh, Sun Devil softball team by any stretch. But a challenging series does await softball as they head on the road to play number two ranked UCLA this weekend. Games in Los Angeles on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Program history was authored this past weekend by the Sun Devil women's tennis team. As for the first time ever, Arizona State finished undefeated at home the entire season. Coach Sheila McInerney's squad won all 15 of their home matches this year at the Whiteman Tennis Center. That's the first time ever that that has been done by the Sun Devil Women's Tennis Program. The final two home matches and home victories took place this past weekend as the Sun Devils swept both Colorado and Utah. And the Utah match came on senior day, which marked the final home appearance for Sun Devil seniors Sedona Gallagher and Dominika Turkovic. All told, Ray, uh, Sheila's team has now won 20 consecutive home matches if you date it back to the end of last year. Very impressive. Uh, first time in history, 15 home matches in a season, and you come out with the victory uh, in each and every one. Quite uh, remarkable. So uh, Coach McInerney continues to do just a marvelous job uh, with our women's tennis team. And uh, we're not done with the season yet, uh, as you know. So they're playing strong, strong ball, if you will, uh, and then hopefully getting into the Pac-12s uh, and then to the NCAAs where she lives. Uh, been a regular participant, but a 15-0 at home is 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 really quite astounding. Uh, and then when we beat USC and UCLA uh, last weekend, back-to-back mm-hmm. uh, was quite uh, a, a, a notable achievement as well. So kudos to women's tennis, Tim. I think it was the first time in like 20 years the Sun Devils had beaten USC at home, the first time they'd beaten UCLA at home since 2017. And this week, Women's tennis will conclude its regular season with its annual grudge match against those Arizona Wildcats. The match will take place in Tucson starting at 1 p.m. this Saturday. An impressive showing from Sun Devil track and field athletes this past weekend at the Mount Sac Relays in Southern California. Among the ASU highlights, sprinter Justin Robinson posted the second fastest time in the NCAA this year and the seventh fastest time in Arizona State history when he won the 400 meters in a time of 44.98 seconds. In addition, Austin Cox and Paris Bond 
won the men's and women's pole vault competitions, respectively, while Christina Warren posted the eighth best triple jump in ASU history. Each week, Ray, when we talk track and field, it seems like some athlete of Dion Miller's is setting some kind of a school record or having a personal best or uh, improving a mark that is ranked among the tops in the country. Yes, uh, Tim, you are absolutely correct. Uh, Coach Miller's got this team uh, uh, really competing in the individuals that you mentioned uh, at the levels that they're performing is really, uh, really quite remarkable. Uh, and so uh, it's been a good, good season. Uh, it's not over by any stretch. And every time you look around uh, and you're looking up, these names are doing some remarkable things. Uh, the seventh fastest time uh, in our history. Somebody, someone, I think, mentioned about Preston is the eighth fastest time in the world, uh, I guess, in terms of that 400 meters. Uh, just remarkable stuff. Uh, and and uh, uh, it's not over. That's the exciting part. So if you get a chance, folks, uh, to see this team perform, you got to make it to wherever they're performing because it will be fun for you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what a day it was. And on campus this past Saturday, huh? the 19th annual Pats Run, as always, attracting thousands and thousands of participants in the 4.2-mile walk or run. And then immediately after, or actually a little while after noon that day, Sun Devil Football hosting its annual spring game. Ray, I was up in Seattle with the baseball team over the weekend and missed all the uh, on-campus activity. Uh, what was your take? On this past Saturday, Pat's run, followed by Kenny Dillingham's first spring football game as Arizona State head coach. Oh, it was a lot of fun, Tim. I saw some of it, uh, particularly the first runners crossing the finish line, coming through the tunnel and uh, into the sideline. I think they finished at the 42-yard line. Uh, mm -hmm. And so saw some of it from my, my, my office, which was fun. And then to see all those people uh, 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 almost covering half of the uh, field and getting up into the stands and then to uh, follow it with really a, a beautiful day, a little warm with the football uh, uh, spring game and uh, all the activities. It was, it was a really fun day here uh, at the uh, Sun Devil Stadium for the run. Uh, and they do such a great job with the Pat Tillman Foundation and how they get this run so well attended and so beautifully done. Uh, and then to put football on top of it. It was a great day here on campus, Tim. It sure must have been. Coming up, we're going to an in-depth report on Sun Devil football spring game from two of the participants in the spring game as two of the ASU football's veteran players. Uh, defensive back Jordan Clark will join us a little bit later in the show. And up next, we will visit with Arizona State quarterback Trenton Borgay. But first, let's take a timeout. This is the Anderson Healy Show from the Sun Devil Radio Network. Hey, it's Paul Calvisi, and if there's one thing all top teams have in common, it's consistent performance. And that's what you're going to find up and down the full lineup of Ford trucks and SUVs. From tailgating to towing, on the job or on vacation, Ford has the right vehicle for you with performance that never quits. See that full Ford lineup today. Just stop by your Arizona Ford dealers or visit buyfordnow.com proud partner of the ASU Sun Devils. Go Devils! 75% of the electricity you're using is on products that are turned off. And your ceiling fan could cost you up to $5,000 over its lifetime. Sun Devils fans, you know your sports stats. At Elevation, we know the stats that can help save your wallet and the world. Visit PoweredByElevation.com and learn how our full suite of smart solar solutions can make a powerful difference today. Elevation is a proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics. Forks up, bills down. Get your forks up, Sun Devil fans, because Bar S, the number one selling hot dog brand in America, is now a proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics. From hot dogs and sausages to bacon, ham, turkey, corn dogs, and more, Bar S offers an all-star lineup of delicious mealtime and game-time meat. Grab one of the new Bar S Sun Devil sausages next time you're at the stadium and head to your nearest grocery store to score some Bar S today. Bar S, a proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics.
The Anderson Healy Show continues now from Sun Devil Radio Network. This is our weekly program that brings you all the latest news in Arizona State University Sun Devil Athletics. Along with ASU Athletic Director Ray Anderson, I'm Tim Healy, the radio play-by-play voice of Sun Devil football, men's basketball, and baseball. And uh, my pleasure to serve as your co-host each week. You might say the first chapter of the Kenny Dillingham era of Arizona State football is in the books, if you will, as the Sun Devil football team completed its 2023 spring practice schedule this past Saturday with the annual spring game played at Sun Devil Stadium. Joining us this week to give us his perspective on spring ball and the Sun Devil football team and its new head coach is the young man who finished last season as ASU's starting quarterback, a one-time walk-on from Marana High School in Southern Arizona. He ended up throwing for nearly 1,500 yards and 11 touchdowns last year, even though he didn't take over as the starting quarterback till the final five games of the season. Three times in those final five games, he threw for 350 yards or more, including a career-best 435-yard, three-touchdown game at Colorado. It is a pleasure to welcome quarterback Trenton Borgay, to the Anderson Healy Show. It's been a while since I've seen you, Trent. How you been, bud? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad to have you on. Uh, give us your overview of how the first spring uh, practice session of the Kenny Dillingham era went for you and your teammates. I thought it went pretty well. I, you know, obviously it was a lot of change, new coaches and new players and just a bunch of new faces. But, you know, I think it was super exciting. There was a lot of energy. You know, at first people were kind of nervous, you know, didn't know how the structure would be or how practices were going to be ran or anything like that. But I definitely think, you know, as time went on, a lot of people got comfortable and, you know, it was awesome to see a lot of, you know, young recruits and, you know, family members coming out to be able to watch their kids play. And it was just super fun. And I'm super excited for the future. How would you describe the tone of the Dillingham practices? Uh, Certainly uh, we've heard so much and seen so much of coach Dillingham's energy, his passion, his enthusiasm for his job, for his team, for the sport. And it's all legit, isn't it? Oh yeah, most definitely. I think, you know, exactly what you said, you know, the energy that he brings every day, it's the same every day. It's not, there's some days where he's, you know, high or low, you know, it's, he's going to stay consistent. And that's what he tells us as, you know, being his players, he's going to be the same guy every day. And, just the passion he has for this university, you know, being from Arizona, going to Arizona State, being a GA, you know, this is home for him. Um, so it's super exciting. And, you know, it, this means a lot to him. You know, he's the youngest coach in FBS uh, at the FBS level right now. So we're just super blessed to have him as a coach. And, you know, the, the, the other coaches that are surrounding him on staff are, you know, a lot of them are, I know, you know, being from Arizona with Coach Aguano and Coach Mods and Coach Ragel and, you know, the defensive staff is, you know, super, super talented as well. And just super excited to finally be able to, you know, I'll be under the, the same umbrella and under one team. I'm super excited to see what we can do. And it's kind of cool, isn't it, to play for a coach who's at his dream job right now? Oh, most definitely, you know, to know that, you know, this is this has been his dream, you know, since he was 17, you know, 16 years old, you know, starting coaching in high school. But to know that he's not, you know, looking, you know, beyond, you know, this is this is dream job to us players to know that. Now, you, by all accounts, had a solid uh, spring uh, work or spring pr- uh, practice session this past uh, month or so. How would you evaluate your progression as a quarterback over this past month? And what areas are you looking to take your game to another level this year? Yeah, you know, I was super grateful to to be able to comp- uh, compete in spring football. You know, I had surgery after the season, this past season. So realistically, I wasn't even supposed to do spring ball. But luckily, you know, I was able to, you know, rehab and, and, and recover quickly. I missed the first week of spring ball just to watch and, you know, did some did some drills, but was very blessed to, you know, get out there on the field and to show my coaches what I can do on the field with my teammates. And I, I thought it was a great spring. You know, obviously it's going to be tough, you know, the first couple of days of learning the new verbiage and plays like that. Mm-hmm. But as time went on, you know, we got more comfortable and, and made some big plays. And it was fun to go against a great defense, you know, under Coach, Coach Ward's uh, system. And we have some great defensive guys that are returning and some, you know, also in the transfer portal and some freshmen. So I think, you know, we just competed each and every day. And, and I'm super excited to, to see how the summer goes and as well as uh, into fall camp. What type of surgery did you have and how you're progressing off that? Obviously, going through spring ball, you were able to play, of course. Yeah, so I had foot surgery. Uh, actually, last year after spring ball, I had a stress fracture last spring. Um, and then during the season, it broke um, while I started playing. So it, it broke during the season. Uh, nobody knew that. So just playing through that. And then right after the Arizona game, I had surgery again. So um, my foot's my foot's feeling great. My body's, you know, catching up, getting used to being back to 100%. But definitely feel a lot better than I did before. Well, 
the boy that puts a cast a whole new light on some of what you did over those final five games to put up the numbers you did with basically one good foot. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Wow. Uh, now you have a lot of depth and a lot of talent in your quarterback room from ex Notre Dame quarterback, Drew Pine, who came in as a transfer to heralded true freshman, Jaden Rashada, uh, a couple of Sun Devil returnees as well, Bennett Meredith, Dalen McLemore, and they had their moments in spring ball. Trent, give us your assessment of the competition for that starting quarterback job and the, the talent of the guys in the room and how you guys are all progressing as a group. Yeah, you know, I think obviously there's a lot of talent in the quarterback room. You know, uh, obviously with Drew Pine transferring from Notre Dame, you know, he, he played a, a lot of games last year for them. And uh, Jacob Conover, who was very successful at Chandler and obviously right. had a good career at, at BYU. And Jaden Rashad is another young kid that's coming in here with a lot of high expectations and has, uh, you know, had a great high school career. Um, Bennett obviously just entered the portal, but he was another great quarterback that I think, you know, wherever he ends up is going to do well, uh, do pretty well. You know, he was a great guy and, and a great quarterback. But I think at the end of the day, we're all Sun Devils and we're all pushing each other to be uh, the best we can be. So, um, so far, it's been a great spring and just getting to know one another. Obviously, it's kind of tough because there's only one quarterback on the field during the games. But um, at the end of the day, uh, you know, coach is going to play whoever he wants and hopefully that guy can get the job done. And they say a quarterback is only as good as the players around him in terms of skill players around you. You start with some outstanding uh, veteran talent among your pass catchers, guys like uh, Elijah Badger, who caught 70 passes last year, seven for touchdowns. Geo Sanders, he had 40 receptions. And you have an emerging star at tight end in Jalen Conyers, uh, 38 catches, five touchdowns. He was a load down the stretch. And Messiah Swinson, is also a nice uh, component at tight end. Uh, what did you see from those guys this spring? You know, I, I think we definitely progressed, you know, just having that chemistry that we built the last couple of years. And then obviously me taking over the starting reign um, the last half of the season, you know, I'm not really surprised by what they do. I, I mean, I, I saw it in practice all the time. So just to see uh, them do what they did in the season last year, I was super excited for them to, you know, obviously I got my opportunity by, you know, just try to put the ball in the playmakers hands and let, you know, Elijah Badger and Gio and Jalen and Masai, you know, do their things. And I thought this spring, you know, we're definitely, you know, trying to rack it up a notch with, you know, the new system under Coach Dillingham and to see how many points Oregon put up and just how simple their philosophy was. But, you know, it was so diverse at the same time. So just trying to put the guys in the right places. And at the end of the day, it's my job to, you know, get the ball to them in space and, and allow them to make guys miss and uh, score touchdowns. You had a couple of uh, transfer portal newcomers at wide receiver that I think opened some eyes this spring. I heard a lot of good things about Idaho State transfer Xavier Guillory, uh, Texas transfer Troy O'Meara. You have Javen Jacobs, who's not a, who played with you last year, but boy, he had a good spring as well, didn't he? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of guys that, you know, got opportunities in different positions. You know, X from Idaho State is a great athlete. Uh, I think he surprised a lot of people. You know, he's a really hard worker and a lot of people didn't know, you know, we knew he was a good athlete, but, you know, the first couple of days and throughout the whole spring, he made play after play and didn't really say much. He would talk with his game. And I think that was one thing day after day. And Troy O'Meara, when you first see him, he's a guy that, you know, can make some, you know, high point catches. Um, you know, Javen's been doing his thing, whether it's a slot or running back. You know, you have Jake Smith coming back, you know, into the state of Arizona, who was the Gatorade Player of the Year in 2019. So I'm not surprised by what he does. You know, it's nice to see him getting back and healthy. But, you know, there's a lot of other guys making big plays. You know, Coben, you know, my brother, who's somebody that was just given an opportunity this spring and, you know, has been working X, Z, and A. So excited to see him do his thing. I think there's a lot of guys that got an opportunity and, and really uh, made a name for themselves. In fact, I think a lot of observers feel as though the wide receiver position is uh, one of the strongest positions on the football team. As far as running back is concerned, you had a real solid presence a year ago that's no longer there. Ex Maladay was just outstanding a year ago. Uh, he has moved on, but uh, Coach Dillingham bringing in a couple of transfers, former Sacramento State back Cameron Scadabo and former uh, California and Chandler High School star DeCarlos Brooks among others. What's your take on the running back position right now, Trent? 
Yeah, you know, I think we definitely have, you know, a good running back room right now. You know, Cam Scadabo is somebody that I used to watch last year. You know, just the Sacramento State games used to always be on when I'd get home from our games. And having a couple of roommates that were from that area that, you know, to watch him, you know, he was he was a bruiser. He's he's willing to truck you. He'll, he'll make you miss. Juke has great hands out of the backfield. And same thing with DeCarlos, you know, being from Arizona, I, I know what he's capable of doing, watching him at Chandler. And, you know, I think it's super exciting just to see, you know, we have, you know, Tevin and George as well in that in that room, as well as Javen, you know, they're all going to push each other. And I think they all understand their role and um, they embrace their role and they're, and they're attacking their role and pushing each other to be great. And, you know, I feel super confident in all those guys. I like what I saw of Tevin White in his brief uh, reps last year. Most definitely. You know, I think he was somebody that, and, you know, coming, being a, a true freshman, it's, it's obviously tough to adjust to the speed. But as the season went on, as the more practices he got, I definitely thought he got more comfortable and, and was making big plays. How do you feel about your reconfigured offensive line as they, if you size up how they progress through spring? Yeah, you know, like I said, it's obviously tough, you know, when you have a brand new system and a brand new coach and, you know, coach, O-line coach and everything like that. But as time went on, I think I think they got more comfortable and, and moving pieces left and right. You know, we had some injuries, you know, at the beginning of spring that was unfortunate. But I definitely think the way we bounced back and stuck together was good. And we're just going to keep progressing in the future and getting better one day at a time. Now, your new quarterbacks coach and offensive coordinator is Bo Baldwin. Uh, coach Baldwin won an FCS national championship as the head coach at Eastern Washington back in 2010. He was the head coach at Cal Poly the last uh, three seasons. Uh, give us a sense of what Coach Baldwin's offense will look like when you take the field in September. Yeah, you know, I think it's going to be very diverse. You know, he he's been very successful at all his, you know, pit stops before be, becoming the OC here at Arizona State. A great guy. He doesn't just care about you as a, as a football player, but as a person as well. So I think that's a, a big plus to have him in the being the OC. But, you know, there's going to be a lot of different things we can do. We, we'll mix it up, you know, having, you know, 10, 11, 12 personnel. You know, we're very blessed to have a lot of different athletes and can move them all around the field. And, you know, Coach Dillingham has been very successful as well. So for them to be working together and, having a quarterback room like us that, you know, we, we're all pretty pretty good at, you know, picking up the offense and understanding the philosophy and the decisions they're making. So I'm super excited to see what we can do uh, come this uh, come this fall. Now, of course, last season was a tough one for the team and the program, but uh, you were able to have some memorable moments as the Sun Devils quarterback, and I'm wondering which one stood out for you. I mean, for me, I mentioned all those uh, big games you had passing when you started, but I think back to that uh, October 8th game against Washington when you came off the bench and led this team to a memorable win at home against a, a Husky team that went on to win 11 games last year. Yeah, you know, I think it was uh, – uh, I was very blessed. I was very grateful to, you know, get the opportunity to play. Obviously, you you, you, you don't want to see, you know, the starting quarterback go down with the head injury. Um, but obviously, I, I was prepared and ready for that moment. But that Washington game was was definitely special. You know, like you said, they they went on to win 11 games. And to see, you know, OK, if we weren't able to win that game, you know, I, I think they really had a, a great shot of, you know, going to the Pac-12 championship. And if they ended up winning that, you know, being in the playoffs. But I think the Pac-12 mm -hmm. this year is obviously going to be really, really, really good. You know, we have a lot of great quarterbacks returning and, and teams with great coaches. So I'm just super excited for the opportunity to, you know, be back here with, with my guys at ASU and, and see what we can do. What are your hopes and your expectations for Coach Dillingham's first Arizona State team this fall, Trent? You know, I think we're going to take it one game at a time. You know, obviously the season is a couple months ahead, but, you know, really just get into this, you know, summer workout program with Coach Joe and fall camp. We're going to compete our butts off and, and be ready for that first game against uh, Southern Utah. But I'm super excited. Uh, we're just really excited and just control what we can. And boy, that first game's going to be here before you know it, that's for sure. Great catching up with you, Trent. And you have a good summer and best of luck to you this fall, my friend. Appreciate it. Thank you. Good to see you. That's Sun Devil quarterback Trenton Borgay, our guest on this segment of the Anderson Healy Show. Up next, we'll get the defensive lowdown on the Sun Devils from spring ball as we chat with ASU defensive back Jordan Clark. But first, these messages. This is the Anderson Healy Show from the Sun Devil Radio Network. Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs Lottery Experience. When it rains, it pours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. Enter eligible tickets on the Arizona Lottery Players Club by February 28th. Learn more at azplayersclub.com. 
That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge-watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Your moment has arrived. Welcome to Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Bigger, bolder, and better with so much more to offer. Grab a cold drink and cool off in a cabana at our all-new resort pool. Or take a taste of the here and now with even more dining destinations to choose from, including our new rooftop restaurant and lounge, Prime, a Shula Steakhouse. It's time to own your moment. So you do you. It's now time for the official Game Time Munchies break with a cold, tasty brew from Lagunitas. When you're hungry from raising the pitchforks high, reach for the highly balanced Lagunitas IPA. It's wow with wings, perfection with pizza, and nearly unmatchable with nachos. Their IPA just goes with football food. We're proud to call them the official craft beer of Sun Devil Athletics. The Lagunitas Brewing Company, Petaluma, California. Drink Lagunitas responsibly. We welcome you back to the Anderson Healy Show from the Sun Devil Radio Network, along with Arizona State Athletic Director Ray Anderson. I'm Tim Healy, the radio play-by-play voice of the Sun Devil. Ray and I are delighted you're with us this week. In our last segment, we got a good post-spring football scouting report on the Arizona State offense from its quarterback, Trenton Borgay. Well, now we're going to give the defensive side of the ball a segment for rebuttal, if you will, as among the returning stars on the Arizona State defense is a fellow who's one of ASU's most versatile players on the back end of that defense. He can play safety, he can play cornerback, he can play nickel, probably could step up and uh, give you some good reps at linebacker if need be. Last year he had 47 tackles, three tackles for loss, two interceptions, one of them a pick six that was the margin of victory in a stunning upset win over the Washington Huskies. We are always happy to invite uh, Jordan Clark to the Anderson Healy Show. How have you been, Jordan? It's been a while, huh? Yeah, I haven't seen you in a minute. I've been doing well, man. How are you? I'm great. Good to have you with us. Uh, what? Tell us, uh, what were some of your first impressions of your first extended work this spring under new head coach Kenny Dillingham? Uh, man, it's been awesome, honestly. I think that uh, we've begun to kind of lay the foundation of a of a productive culture, you know, a culture of accountability uh, and hard work. And uh, I think that the the strides that we made just in the short time in spring were, were awesome. And I'm really, really looking forward to going into the summer, ready to work with my guys. That's one of the most necessary ingredients in any uh, program that are, with a new coach comes in, establishing that culture, isn't it? If you can get that going, boy, that's a big first step. Yeah, no, I, I think that's the most important thing, man. You know, uh, how guys go about what they're doing is everything, you know, that's ultimately what uh, separates wins and losses. So uh, it's been huge just establishing that and, and getting that in order. We talked with Trenton about this in the last segment, but boy, Coach Dillingham's energy, his enthusiasm, his passion, it's all next level, isn't it? And it's all legit. Yeah, it's so genuine, man. You know, he just, this is literally his dream job, man. Like this is what he's wanted to do his whole life. And uh, he comes to work and, and approaches every day with that mindset and with that intensity. Uh, and I think that's exactly what we need to to get this thing going. In that same vein, Jordan, how would you describe the biggest difference in the the tone of practices, at least in spring ball under Coach Dillingham, as opposed to, say, your first couple of years at ASU? Yeah, I would just say intensity, you know, intensity and physicality. You know, we've just upped, you know, contact tackling, uh, which is something that I think that we needed to do. Um, and, and I think that it's just it's shown, man, guys are just growing. Um, guys have been able to show things that they weren't able to in the past, you know, and, and uh, it's just it's, it's really uh, paid dividends for us. Of course, I think a lot of our fans know that Arizona State leads the nation 25 Division One transfers on this program. So many new players. I would almost envision yeah. a scenario where you guys would have to wear a little tag on your uh, game jersey that says, <laughs> hi, my name is Jordan or something like that. How is the, how is how is everybody meshed? in uh, such a short period of time, do you think? I think everybody's meshed well. You know, I think that uh, our locker room was just so welcoming. Uh, we have such a great group of guys. 
uh, really social guys, you know, guys that, that want to uh, fit in and, and get along. And I think that uh, having those personalities has helped us a lot. We've all gelled really well, and I feel like I've known these guys my whole life, dang near. No kidding. That's that's pretty impressive. Uh, how about giving us your thoughts on how your defense performed through spring ball? How did you see them progress? I think I think we played good ball, man. You know, obviously not our best, uh, you know, learning the new system. Um, but I think that we played good ball, and I think that we progressed a whole bunch during spring. Uh, guys, are, you know, are still learning each other and, and learning the coverages and the details and intricacies um, of the defense. But even mm -hmm. in that, man, it's just with so many plays were made. Guys were flying around. We're playing with a different intensity, and I think we're going to be a special group. Yeah, and your new D coordinator is a Valley native, Coach Brian Ward, who did a terrific job last year with Washington State's defense and also did some yeah. good work as a D coordinator at Nevada and Syracuse before that. Mm -hmm. uh, get, size up the scheme, Jordan. What will, in your opinion, be some of the main characteristics of Coach Ward's defense? Uh, we're going to play really fast. Um, we're going to get after the quarterback. Uh, we're going to match up, you know, and, and play football. You know, we're going to compete. Uh, like, I don't think any defense competes in the country um, at, at a super high level. Um, and we're going to do it with a lot of different guys. So uh, it's going to be great, you know, to get some get fresh bodies out there. There's going to be a bunch of people that can play positions, and everybody's really versatile. It's, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a show. Now, one of your position coaches is Brian Carrington, another newcomer coming to ASU from TCU, where he was on the staff of a program that went to the national championship game last year. Your take on Coach Carrington. I love Coach Carrington. You know, I love the energy that he brings. Um, he's consistently himself, which is really all that you can ask for from a coach. Um, and he really just he comes to work to make guys better, man. And I think that he's been doing a great job, uh, you know, just in the short time that he's been here. And I'm looking forward to, you know, watching him grow and progress as a coach as well. How do you feel your position group uh, progressed through the spring? A fair number of uh, you guys are back from last year, yourself included. Chris Edmonds, Ro mm -hmm. Torrance, Ed Woods. Mason Williams, among mm -hmm. others. Uh, so you've got that going for you, don't you? Yeah, man. You know, we got a good group. Um, the chemistry is just so strong there. I feel like, you know, we know each other very well. You know, we play with each other very well. Um, and then when you add talented pieces like Shamari uh, and, and X, you know, it just the competition in the room is crazy. You know, guys are trying to make each other better. But also, you know, it's a supportive culture as well. You know, we're all rooting for each other, want each other to get better, helping any way we can. Um, I think that that's going to show in the fall. I think that we're going to we're going to be one of the best groups in the Pac-12. From your perspective, how would you size up the play of the front seven in front of you uh, in the spring? Your D line uh, got some key mm -hmm. players back, guys who had been in the transfer portal, like B.J. Green, Anthony Cooper, Garen Stansberry, and yet they elected to return, and that gives you some veteran experience, guys that can get after the quarterback too. Yeah, man, I, getting B.J. back is huge. You know, he's such a talented guy. Um, I think that this system is just so him. Uh, you know, it, it really allows him to be chaos down there in the trenches, allows him to move around. So, uh, you know, getting him back is huge. You know, then you get Clayton uh, out the portal from Oklahoma and you get Prince from Texas. And we just have so many talented guys on the D-line, man, so many guys that are capable of getting after the passer and stopping the run. Um, you know, and I love that. It makes my life a lot easier. So uh, it was really cool. Yeah, he, Jordan mentioned Clayton Smith, a transfer from Oklahoma, and one of the Sun Devils, I think, most highly touted imports through the transfer portal this past year. What expectations do you have, Jordan, of uh, your defense and your team in 2023? Wins, man, win. You know, uh, I think a lot of people are kind of looking at this as a, as a would-be rebuild year, you know, with Coach coming in and being his first year. But I think we have all the pieces to be a really, really good football team and shock a lot of people. You know, I think if we keep working, keep progressing, you know, focus on ourselves and, and the mission that we're set out to achieve, I think that we're going to give a lot of people problems. And uh, next year we might be uh, <laughs> might be somewhere that, that is going to be special. You know, the team that you beat when you got your pick six, to me, is a good example of what you guys might be able to become. If you think back to 2021, Washington was a four-win team. And yet they bring yeah. in Michael Penix, a quarterback, a few other pieces, a new coach in uh, Coach Kellen DeBoer. And next thing you know, they're 11. They had an 11 win season. Do you maybe not to that extent, but do you feel like your team can kind of do this year what Washington did last year? Yeah, I, I think to that extent, you know, maybe more. Um, I, 
I just I truly believe that we have a very good team, man, and I think that we have all the pieces we need. Um, and I know Coach is going to go add some more, you know, uh, now. Mm-hmm. And I think that through fall camp, you know, just getting to jail, uh, you know, and, and really learning the intricacies of the system, I think we're going to be a very good football team. Can't let you go with asking how your dad's doing. Of course, I think a lot of our uh, fans know that Jordan's dad, uh, Ryan Clark, a former NFL defensive back with the Pittsburgh Steelers and uh, with my hometown team, they used to be known as the Washington Redskins, now the Washington Commanders. And now Ryan's been a longtime uh, analyst on ESPN. How's Pop doing? Doing well, man. He's thriving right now. You know, he's got nominated for an Emmy recently. Um, wow. You know, still trying. You know what I'm saying? He's just, he's starving, man, just just really excelling in what he does. And it's, it's great to see him, you know, uh, find a love and a passion for something outside of ball. I'm wondering, have you ever thought of following in your dad's broadcasting footsteps? Because every conversation we've had, I've enjoyed listening to you talk. I think you could be an analyst yourself, buddy. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Definitely something I've given some thought to. Well, you have some pretty good uh, footsteps to follow if you do choose that path outside of football but i think this fellow has a lot of football left in him for sure jordan thanks for joining us best of luck this season and uh we'll catch you down the trail bud yes sir i appreciate it go devils that's sun devil defensive back jordan clark our guest on this segment of the anderson healy show ray will rejoin me for the final segment of this week's show in a moment this is the anderson healy show from the sun devil radio network vibe check a free afternoon on a Friday? Vibe. The party after the after party? Vibe. 3 a.m. text from your ex? No vibe. A hard seltzer with antioxidant vitamin C? Big vibe. Vizzy is a vibe. Celebrate responsibly. 2022 Wilson Coors Beverage Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, flavored beer. Tempe is the place to be to catch the excitement of ASU sports. Before and after the game, Sun Devil fans can enjoy the sunny weather while paddle boarding or kayaking at Tempe Town Lake, hiking around Papago Park, dining on a patio on Mill Avenue, or enjoying a local brew while relaxing poolside at one of our great hotels. The next time you plan to catch a game at ASU, plan to play and stay in Tempe. To learn more, go to www.tempetourism.com. We'll see you in Tempe. If you plan on flying on or after May 7th, 2025, make sure you have the new Arizona Travel ID to get you past TSA security checkpoints. This credential shows a gold star in the upper right corner and is available to Arizona residents as a driver's license or ID card. Getting your license or ID card updated is a slam dunk. Log on to aztravelid.com for a list of qualifying documents you'll need to get your travel ID. Make sure to beat the buzzer and get your AZ Travel ID today. Hey Sun Devil fans, college basketball is back, so grab your friends in a cold, refreshing Dos Equis lager and make the most of game day. Whether you're at the bar with fellow Sun Devils or watching with your friend who went to that other school, Dos Equis is there for it all. So buy a cold, crisp Dos Equis and get those forks up on game day. Dos Equis, proud partner of the Arizona State Sun Devils. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2022, imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Well, like so many of those runners in Pat's run last week, we are nearing the finish line of today's installment of the Anderson Healy Show from the Sun Devil Radio Network. I'm Tim Healy, the radio play-by-play voice of the Sun Devils, and your host for our weekly show. ASU Athletic Director Ray Anderson rejoins me now as we visit some of the other sports stories making news at Arizona State this past week. Uh, let's talk a little bit beach volleyball, Arizona State's Sand Devils, if you will, won two of their three matches last week, their last three home matches of the season, by the way, including a 5 nothing sweep of Utah and a 5 nothing sweep of Park University. That match was ASU Senior Day as Sun Devil seniors Lexi Sweeney, Shane Burleson, Maria Koval, and Sarah Waters were honored, Ray, for their four-year careers at Arizona State. Yes, and our beach volleyball team uh, continues to uh, compete. And so to go uh, two and three at home on senior weekend uh, was certainly gratifying. Uh, Coach Keenan's doing a good job. Uh, and our four seniors graduating and moving on 
Uh, hopefully they have enjoyed their experience here uh, and will be able to go on and hopefully continue their volleyball uh, uh, at the next level. Wherever they might get that opportunity would be wonderful to see, Tim. There's various leagues kind of all over the place. Uh, and hopefully if our young ladies want an opportunity, they'll get a chance to do that. But they've been marvelous performers here uh, and equally strong in the classroom. So we appreciate yeah. all of them. And they still have one more match left, and it's a fairly significant one. They'll be in Tucson this Friday afternoon to take on the U of A. That will start at 2 p.m. Despite a career-high five goals from Mina Scott, the Sun Devil women's lacrosse team dropped a tough 15-12 to decision to Colorado this past Sunday in Boulder, Colorado, as ASU went 0-2 on its weekend road trip, having lost a heartbreaker at Oregon 12-11, on Friday night, Arizona State Ray is now four and ten overall this season, three and six in Pac-12 conference play. Two of the three wins in conference coming against the California Golden Bears. Yes, we knew with Coach uh, Vanthoff, uh, Taryn coming in, uh, it was a proverbial rebuild year, uh, and so first time uh, head coach coming in to put together uh, her roster. What we look for is. Uh, are they competitive? Are they growing? Or culturally, are they mixing uh, what's being established? And very pleased with that part of it, Tim. Uh, and and you, you try to encourage young coaches, particularly first-time head coaches. The, the, the wins will come, but you got to establish the foundation of the program first culturally. And she's doing a really fine job uh, in her uh, first year as a head coach. So pleased with what we're seeing the wins will come. I'm quite confident of that going forward. This week, women's lacrosse will be in the beautiful city of San Diego, California for two games. The Sun Devils will take on San Diego State this Friday, and then they will play a game at San Diego State against UC Davis on Sunday. Sun Devil men's tennis dropped its only match of the week last week, losing at number 27 Utah uh, this past Sunday, the Sun Devils of Coach Matt Hill now gear up for their finale, another sports program, Ray, that will be taking on their arch rivals from down south. That'll take place this Saturday evening, and it will be a home match for Matt Hill's Devils. Sun Devils and the Wildcats at 6 p.m. Saturday at the Whiteman Tennis Center. Yeah, it should be fun. Always love that uh, matchup. Uh, uh, Matt has got a good, solid team. I know they're looking forward to a Saturday night uh, tangle here with the U of A and look forward to being out there and invite everybody to come on out. You know, it's free admission uh, and a great, great show. So uh, Matt Hill and our men's tennis team uh, at it against the kiddies. There you go. And again, that'll start at 6 p.m. Saturday evening at the Whiteman Tennis Center. Our final item is uh, in the pool, water polo, 19th ranked Sun Devil water polo putting forth a pretty solid effort this past weekend before falling at number one ranked USC, losing to the Trojans by the score of 15 to 11. Six different Sun Devils scored goals against SC, but Arizona State nonetheless, Ray, fell to 8 and 12 overall and still looking for that first win in Mountain Pacific Sports Federation play 0 and 5. Yes, uh, Petra Pardee is finding out. Uh, as the head coach, how tough it can be uh, in the very rough Pac-12 water polo. Uh, and so played really well at USC, uh, you know, reflected by the score for sure. Uh, there's still uh, work in progress. Uh, but again, first-year head coach with the program. Uh, I think she's doing a fine job in terms of the fundamentals of getting the culture together and getting the young ladies to believe that they can play together effectively. Uh, and I think they're well on their way to doing that. So uh, please, likewise, with the water polo, again, the winds will come, Tim. Absolutely. Water polo plays its home finale this coming Saturday. They will take on uh, conference rival San Jose State at 1 p.m. at the Mona Plummer Aquatic Center. And by the way, the Mountain Pacific Sports Federation postseason tournament will take place the following weekend, the final weekend in April in San Jose, California. With that, we bring down the curtain on this week's show. We want to thank our show producer, ASU Senior Associate Athletic Director, Doug Tamaro, for his help. Thanks as well to our terrific engineer producer, Sean Crespin from the Sun Devil Radio Network, and to our otherworldly show scheduler, Kim Nelson of Sun Devil Athletics, for her help as well. 
a uh, viewing or listening reminder, if you will. We will not have an Anderson Healy show next week, but Ray and I will be back in this same platform two weeks from now to bring you all the latest news in Arizona State sports. Ray, all the best to you. Have a good week, and we'll talk to you soon. Look forward to it, Tim. I'll probably see you out there at the uh, Baseball Diamond on Friday night for that Oregon State matchup. So until then, uh, take care. And to all of our Sun Devils, go Devils. Go Devils, and we'll see you at the ballpark this Friday. Till next time, for Ray Anderson, I'm Tim Healy. Thank you for joining us on the Anderson Healy Show. So long, everybody. You've been listening to the Anderson Healy Show, powered by Elevation, the Sun Devils' preferred home energy technology company. Tim Holvik here. You know, I always promised myself if I ever owned my own Ford dealership, I'd run it with common sense, I'd hire some really awesome people, and I'd treat all of our customers like great friends. And I'd always be a super supporter of Arizona State University. That's how I do it. I call my dealership Santan Ford, and we're in Gilbert. It's where the Sun Devils go. See you here. We are Santan Ford, proud partners of the Arizona State University Sun Devils. It takes hard work to be the best in the game. Planning, commitment, resilience, sweat. That's why Old Dominion Freight Line, the number one national LTL carrier for quality, works hard to be the best in the game and is proud to support those striving to be the best in theirs. Old Dominion Freight Line, official freight carrier of Sun Devil Athletics, helping the world keep promises. 75% of the electricity you're using is on products that are turned off, and your ceiling fan could cost you up to $5,000 over its lifetime. Sun Devils fans, you know your sports stats. At Elevation, we know the stats that can help save your wallet and the world. Visit PoweredByElevation.com and learn how our full suite of smart solar solutions can make a powerful difference today. Elevation is a proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics. Forks up, bills down. Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs Lottery Experience. When it rains, it pours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. Enter eligible tickets on the Arizona Lottery Players Club by February 28th. Learn more at azplayersclub.com.